Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. Lord, we thank you this morning. Thank you that you're ever present. Thank you that you're a father that stands with arms open wide, ready to receive us. No matter where we're at, no matter what we've done, no matter where we find ourselves, you're there, a good and loving father. Lord, we thank you. We don't do life on our own. Your words, you walk with us, you carry us, you do life with us. Lord, for every person here this morning, I pray for a fresh touch of the Holy Spirit upon their life. Lord God, where miracles are needed, I thank you they come today. Where people are needing breakthrough, where prayers have been offered up, Lord God, you would meet people at that point of faith this morning. Lord, we thank you. Futures unfold today. Direction becomes clear. Peace reigns, Lord God, where an anxiety has been. Lord God, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Can we just put our hands together this morning? Thank God for his presence, for his love, for his goodness, for his mercy. Come on, he's worthy to be here. Happy birthday, everybody. We made it. We're three. We're out of diapers. We're starting to walk. Come on. God is good. Why don't you give somebody a big hug? Tell them they look good. They smell good. Make your way to your seat. Hey, uh, this is fantastic. Thank you, guys. You are geniuses. We love you. Great job. What a ride. Three years. It's been phenomenal. Hey, we're a little late today. We, we, we you know, just doing a whole lot of things. We, would, would anybody give me just five minutes longer? Than okay? Anybody? Five minutes? Five, 10, 15, 20, 25. We're going to be fine. We're going to make it. So, uh, you know, I, I loved it when uh, Brad and Casey got up. I thought that that needs to become a shirt range. I'm not as nice as I am at home, or I'm not as nice as I am. I'd have to buy one. Melissa will tell you, she'll buy me three or four. Um, but I think that could be a good shirt range, you know? I've got my, fo- my face on, I've got my smile on. Hey, uh, you know, the first thing I really want to do this morning, like Melissa did, is just thank God. Yeah. I want, he's, he's, you know, we exist because of Him. Yeah. We lift to raise the name of Jesus, to glorify Him, to, li- to create a space where people can come into relationship with Him. And, and i got to tell you, we are Christ-centered. We are Christ-focused. That, that the vision that we have for, for your lives and for the community is because of Jesus, because of what He did, because of what He gave for us. Uh, and I want to thank you for the Holy Spirit that the, the Holy Spirit that empowers us to do the life that he's called us to. Uh, and I want to thank him for you. The greatest part about this church is you. Uh, the reason we do what we do is because of you, uh, because of just who you are, because of what you represent, what your life is. We're, we are blessed because you are here. Uh, we're blessed because you're committed. We're blessed because you turn up. We're blessed uh, because we, we just see that a strong, faith-filled community has been formed under the name of Jesus, and you're a part of that. So why don't you give yourselves a hand this morning? Uh, You know, Psalm 107 says this. It says, give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his faithful love endures forever. Even when you're walking through tough times, even when you're walking through challenges, his faithful love endures forever. It's good to be thankful. It's good to have gratitude. I think the saying is there's no colder wind that blows than that of ingratitude. Uh, to live a, a life of gratitude that where we're thankful through the good times, through the bad, for all that God has done for us. I think it's just imperative. And in Thessalonians, it says this, 5.16, rejoice always, 
pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Rejoice always. It's, we've been given an amazing life. We've been blessed with the Spirit of God. And, and we need to go to that place of joy rather than a place of despair. And life happens, stuff happens, storms come, people are against us, the enemy wages war against us. But every day we can choose to go to joy, rejoice. We can, we can pray and commune with God and we can give thanks. And, and my prayer is that I'd always be a thankful person. Thankful in the big and thankful in the small. Thankful for the smile and thankful for the open door or the gift that's given or the, the sacrifice that's made, that I'd always be thankful. Uh, and you know, we've traveled a journey and we're three years in, so I think that's something like 150 services we've run, I'm thankful. Yeah. And we've had good services and we've had bad services. Uh, we've had good times of worship, we've had, that's life. Yeah. It's, it's the same for all of us. Each and every day we face things that are good and bad, uh, tough and and. I just want to always stay in that place because here's the thing, God is doing a good thing at C3 News. God is doing a good thing in your life. I love what it says in Romans, it says that we know this, all things work together for good for those who love the Lord. God is working all things together. It's, it's not all good that we go through, but he's using all things to create good in your future. Amen. You know, I recently read a saying that start where you are, use what you have and do what you can. And I think we're doing that at C3. I hope we're doing that. You start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. We could always do with more, but when we have more, we'll do more. But we're using faithfully what we have right now with a thankful attitude and a thankful spirit, grateful to God. And, uh, you know, we've seen salvations. We've, we've water baptized people. We've, we've dedicated babies to the Lord. We see people healed. And I, I love that story of Josie. The reason I played that this morning, she's a, she's a close friend of ours from C3 Oxford Falls. She's walked a tough journey. But, you know, as, as we kind of come here today, three years in, reflecting on God's goodness, that's a story of God's goodness in her world. That's stories we're going to have in this house, where literally she, she's a, a single mom of four kids, walking a really tough journey, and God got right in the middle of her circumstance. The reason we celebrate, the reason we're grateful, the reason we're thankful, the reason we keep opening our doors is so that God can get in the middle of your situation, your circumstance, your life, and the lives of others in our community. You know, through your generosity, we've seen a church planted in Nairobi. We're supporting and underwriting a, a church plant in Nairobi. There's like 50 people right now worshiping in Nairobi, you know, under the banner of C3 Church, because we, we care enough to give from our missions fund and to be generous. So, you know, just as Justin was saying, I, I'm grateful for you, for your generosity. We got youth, you know, I think on, on Friday night, we, we had youth, we had 15 kids down at uh, Tempin Bowling and Laser Tag, and one of the young boys, Kobe, you know, Cody, he went to the machine, he hit a few buttons, and then he came back, he said, oh, I think I won $200. I went, what? And he won $200, so he's a very happy boy, and he's got a new skateboard. <laughs> There's a whole lot of stuff going on, and, you know, I'm just, I'm just grateful to God, and I'm grateful to you, and um, I'm grateful that we've seen a strong Christ-focused community formed. And like Melissa, this is just the beginning. I, I truly believe that, that three years, this is just the beginning. We started with six of us in, in our house, uh, the first service we had, we had 12. Then we streamed Oxford Falls, we had 24, and we saw two salvation. It's just the beginning of what God can do. And it's not the just the beginning through us, it's, it's us together. Because, you know, I, I go to a gym and I go to different sporting events. You might say you don't go that often, obviously, but that's, that's true. And, and there you, you, you form relationships, you form, uh, you, know, you know, friendships. And I know people and we smile and we turn up because, we, but church is so much more 
than just a form relationship. It, it's a family. And, and I love what uh, Brad said, it's a home. And this is our home. And, and the reason we put welcome home on the sign is we want you to feel like you're coming home. You're coming to a place where you're accepted. You're coming to a place where you're loved. You're coming to a place where you will be supported. You will be heard. To the best of our ability, we'll do whatever we can to assist you and help you through the challenges you face or the journey you're walking. And I want to encourage you, invite others into that place. You know, statistics say that 84% of people, if invited, would come to church. Let's just be the invitation. Let's just go, you know what? You know, I like what Brad said. I found a place that is my home. I found a place that's easy to go to where I felt accepted and welcome. Why don't we do that and be that for somebody else? Why don't we welcome people in? You know, and I, I just want to just take a brief moment. I know I've got 10 minutes, so I'll fly, but I want to thank our team. Uh, our team, this doesn't happen without the team. So with Justin and Ange, who tirelessly serve and are faithful to the call of God, um, it, it just doesn't happen without with Ben and Loz, Jenny and Vincent. Uh, Luke and Michelle, Jordan and Zoe, Drew and Maria, Amanda, our, our party hosts, our connect leaders, and just everybody that makes Sundays work, thank you. Thank you very much. Give yourselves a hand. It's, it's phenomenal. It's just phenomenal that we're able to do this and honor God. You know, our prayer is that you would experience your best life. We want to bring the word of God to you. We want to bring community to you. We want to bring discipleship and correction into your world so that you would experience your best life. That's our desire. The reason we do what we do is that your life would be better, that you'd see your future clearer, that you'd hear your Savior more clearly, that life would work. And do you know what the funny thing is that all things work together for good, even in the bad, even in the tough, even in the, the, the mud, and even in the, in the ditch, it's, it, it's, life is still good. Life in and it is good. Life in Christ is amazing, and it's a, and it's an a, you know an adventure to be had. But we got to sometimes have a perspective shift where I take my eyes off what I see and I look to the God who spoke my future into being. And the cool thing is, it says that He knows the end from the beginning. So while I'm walking through challenge, He's already out. He goes, "It's all good." It's all good. Yeah, I, I know you're going through a few things now. I know some mud's been slung. I know you've fallen down a few. It's all out here. It's all good. I know you're back here, but I'm out there. I'm outside the bounds of time and space. I'm out here, and I'm telling you your future is good. I want to remind us this morning that life is good. Life is a gift. Life is a blessing, and out there, it's all good. Just keep walking through. Just keep putting one foot in front of the other. Just keep going towards your dreams, and you will achieve them because it's all good. Amen? I just want to reflect real quickly on what God's plans are for our life. It says in Matthew 4... Starting in verse 18, it says, One day as Jesus was walking along the shore of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, called Peter, and Andrew, throwing a net into the water they, uh, as they fished for a living. And Jesus called out to them, Come, follow me, and I'll show you how to fish for people. And they left their nets at once and followed him. A little further up the shore, he saw two brothers, James and John, sitting in the boat with their father Zebedee, repairing their nets. He called to them and said, Come, follow me. And immediately they left their, their boat behind. little break. Verse 23, Jesus traveled throughout the region of Galilee, teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news of the kingdom of God. He healed every kind of disease and illness, and news about him spread as far as Syria. The people soon began um, bringing to him all who were sick. And whatever their sickness or disease was, or whatever they were possessed by, whether they were epileptic or, or paralyzed, he healed them all. Large crowds followed him wherever he went, and people from Galilee, the ten towns of um, Jerusalem, from all over Judea and from the east of the Jordan River. You know, it says in Jeremiah 29, it says, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. 
plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a future. And I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. But what a crazy ride life in Christ is. Like, like honestly, if we think about it, here we see ordinary men. It says they did this for a living. They were fishermen. They were fishing. They did what they knew to do. And Jesus walks by. Follow me. But I'm doing what I know to do. I'm doing me. That's, this is what I do. I'm, so one second, they're fishing. Next second, a man walks by, follow me. The next second, they're experiencing miracles, the supernatural. They're seeing things that they've never seen before. They're having wisdom revealed to them like they've never had before. Their, their worlds are being enlarged and shaken. And, and as I'm reading that, I go, the first thing God wants each of us to do is follow him. And he's not going to give you too much detail. He's just going to say, follow me. So, so imagine this, this. This is crazy. I'm walking along Noosa Main Beach. Brenda's there having a swim. Jenny and Vincent, Speedos, swimsuit, having a swim. Lozzie's there. I'm just walking by. Follow me. I, I can't reiterate or I can't explain what their response may be to me. Not publicly or over a microphone anyway. But it's like, who are you? Why would I follow you? I want to run from you. You're just weird. But the, Jesus, like, he just wants us to follow him. Not religiously. He doesn't want you to come to church so you fulfill your religious duty. He wants relationship. He wants each of us in close, intimate relationship with him. He wants us to follow him and to follow in his ways. Because the amazing thing is when Jesus left and sent the Holy Spirit, his disciples did what he had done. So they walked with Jesus. He says, come follow me. And he, they walked with him for three years. But when he left, they did what he did. And the word actually says that greater things you will do than I have done. That, that he, his plan for your life is that you would follow him. That his example would go before you. That his wisdom would come upon you. That you'd be overshadowed by the power of the Holy Spirit. And then you would go and do what he has done. What he has ex given to you as an example in life. You know, the second thing is journey in Christ. It's not easy, but it's definitely not boring. It's not easy, and I commend you for being here this morning, and I commend you for walking in Christ, and I commend you for, for, for holding yourself in life as a Christian, because it's not easy, but it's worth it, and it is an adventure, and you know, it says, do not grow weary in doing good, for in due season you will receive. God has stored up for you gifts and, and blessings and his plans and purpose. Don't grow weary in doing it. It's, it's, it's not easy, but it's worth it. And the third thing is, I, I, just as I read that, I thought, as they followed him, they were changed. Old to new, broken to whole, fearful to powerful. They were changed. As we follow Christ, as we step out in him, as we, we answer that call. And the funny thing is, that was the call he made to the disciples at the time as he walked along the, the shores of Galilee. But the same call goes out to each and every one of us every week. Follow me. I know you know how to do your life. I know you know how to do what you've always done. Follow me. No explanation. No background. No, why didn't he tell them about the miracles? Why didn't he tell them about what they would see and what they'd become? He just says, I'm going to make you fishers of men. That makes it even weirder. You know what? what I'm going to cast the line out and somebody's going to grab a hold of it. I'm going to pull. Like, like it's, do we go to a big pool and we, we fish there? No, it's like, it, God just wants you to believe in him. And, and, and I'm sure that it, we have to live life with, through the eyes of faith. I'm, you know, it's, it's imperative that we don't look through the eyes of the natural man, but we look to Jesus every day. 
in faith. Proverbs 3 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. We all want direction in life. We're all looking for that path to walk. And we're, well, he says, I've already got it for you. And if you'll seek me, you'll find me. And as you'll find me, you'll find direction. And you'll find clarity. And you'll find that I am with you. So you don't have to be anxious or nervous. The reason Ben and Lauren can step out from what they know and what they do and what's comfortable is because they're looking at Jesus. And as they look to Jesus, he guides them. And, and I'm telling you, the, the word says that the way of the righteous winds upwards. Melissa said, it's just the beginning. I'm telling you, the way of the righteous winds upwards. This church is going to grow. This church is going to become more influential in the community. This church is going to become more of a blessing because the way of the righteous winds upwards. And where we give donations right now for a woman seeking an extra day of, of work with, with childcare, we'll, we'll pay for three, four, five people to go into our schools and, and, and to be chaplains and to bring the word of God and to be a, a hug and to be a smile and to be someone that heals them up. Amen? That's what I believe and that's what I see, but it's imperative that we keep walking in the call that has been put before us and that we keep focusing on Jesus. You know, and I, I was thinking this morning, I was, I was just taking some time just to reflect three years and the lives that have come, the lives, like this is, this is the greatest job on the planet and the most heartbreaking. You know, studies have actually shown that pastoring is one of the most stressful things you could ever do. I, you know, and, it, and it's the greatest as well. But it is one of the most stressful things you could ever because I can't control what I could control in other environments. And, 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 you know, we're not here to control any person or anything. We're here to give guidance and direction and to keep people on a path. But anyway, it, it's, it's stressful and it's fantastic all in one. Amen? Give Melissa a hand. She puts up with a lot. <laughs> Me mostly. But I, I'm convinced that for us to see and experience the future that God has for us, that permanent facility filled with hundreds of people, you know, the members filling, the community works that we're going to do, we need three things. And this is moving forward from where we are today. Let's just take this back to zero. What we've set is the foundation for our future. The first three years have just been that foundation laying period. What we're going to do beyond this is going to eclipse even what we've dreamt of. But I believe we need obedience to answer the call of God. Follow me. And not just corporately, but individually. When Jesus comes to you, when you still yourself and slow yourself, and I want to encourage you each day, and I say it all the time, read your word and pray. Psalm 46 says, be still and know that I am God. Be still. Don't do what you do and do what you know. See, because when the, the men had stepped out, they were now in unfamiliar territory. They were in a place of discomfort because they're following somebody. Perhaps they'd heard about Jesus, but they didn't know him. And they're following somebody to a place they didn't know they were going, but it ended up being good for them. We have to step out, not knowing where we're going, but believing that God is going before us, follow me. And I want to encourage you just to still yourself each day, to slow down and let God speak to you about your life, about your future, about your relationships, about your job, about what he's calling you to do, because we are all anointed in life to do certain things, but it's not till I still myself and, and, I, and I get rid of distractions and I get rid of other voices and I, and I, and I wait on God that I, I see and I understand and I realize exactly what it is that God has for me to do. And we want you positioned in such a way that you're flowing in your anointing every day of your life. And that's where your best life is experienced when you're right in the middle of the will of God for you. The second thing is this, you're going to need a strong and robust faith that carries you through the tough times and the unforeseen battles. Stuff happens. Life is messy. 
storms come. We, we know this and we speak about this most weeks, but God will carry you through that. And the thing is, faith isn't faith until it's tested. I don't need faith until I'm right in the middle of that challenge. And, and like Casey was saying, I'm scared. This is unbelievable. I, I, can, I can do my job with my eyes closed. But now, for me to actually realize my best, I've got to step out in faith. You know, God meets you at that point. Peter's stepping out of the boat when his foot's about to hit the water. That's the point of faith. I'm, ste- I'm going st- to step out. I'm going to step out. It's also, I'm going to step out. That's not faith. Faith is stepping out. Faith is putting that foot forward. Faith is making that decision. I'm going to leave my job. I'm going to start studying. Because God will meet them there. And I, see, see, Brad isn't the, the breadwinner in that family. God is the provider for that family. And as we step out in him, as we act in faith, as we believe, God meets us there every single time. Come on, let's give God a hand this morning. And he carries us through. The third thing is this. We need to have a willingness to leave our past for his future. Each of us needs to have that willingness. I'm going to step out, but I'm going to draw a line in the sand, and I'm going to leave my past behind to step into the God future that he has for me. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. It's not God that brings harm into your world. It's not God that makes bad things happen. Bad things just happen, but God is there faithfully walking beside you, holding your hand, carrying you through the storm, that we need to just stay in that place and be willing to leave the past. It's so easy to run back to what we've known. It's so easy to run back. But the Bible says uh, those that put their hand to the plow and look back aren't fit for the kingdom. We've got to keep looking forward. God is calling all of us to keep looking forward towards him in the face so that he can smile upon us and lead us. You know, it, it says in Matthew 16, will you give me two minutes just seriously this time, not two, four, six, eight, just two minutes. Is that all right? Lozzie, you might want to come up with a bang. Matthew 16, starting in verse 24, it says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone desires to come after me, let him desire, uh, deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what profit is a man to gain the whole world but lose his soul? Or what would a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man will come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he will reward each according to his works. Like I said before, being a Christian is tough, but it's worthy. And you are tougher. You will face challenges. You will, will face on. But the Bible says, 1 John 4, 4, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is working on the inside of you. What does it say in, in um, Ephesians? It says that the same, work, the same power that God worked in Jesus Christ when he raised him from the dead is at work in you. There is a power that is at work inside your life today that is going to raise up dead things, raise up dead dreams, raise up, you know, dead relationships, raise up dead fight. There is, there, God is working on your behalf, and as we keep focused on Him, as we keep walking towards Him, as we, we keep journeying this life in Christ that isn't always easy. It's not easy, but it's worth it. We will get there. And I, I just want to encourage you, don't give Him. You know, over three years, you, you go, you know what? Are we making a difference? Are we affecting anything? Are we changing? You, you, you question yourself. And the devil will come and you go, you know what? I'm not giving up. I'm just stubborn enough to go, you know what? I'm in faith. I'm choosing to go into that place of rejoicing. I'm choosing to go to that place where God is before me, working all things together for my good. And I want to encourage you this morning. Don't give in. Don't look for alternatives. Look for Jesus. Amen? You know, Matthew 28. It says, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. 
and know that I am with you always, even to the end of the age. As I was preparing this message, and we're going to come to a close, I felt like the word of God for us as a church, the beginning of year three, I really felt like the word of God is go. Go and make disciples. Go intently into Noosa. Go intently into your places of work. Go intently into your families. Go intently into those hard relationships and make disciples. Go and love people. Go and help people. Go and be a blessing. Just go. And, you know, the word says that, that he's building his church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. His church is being built through us as we go. And Michelle was preaching a few weeks back on prayer and I, I just got this word, you know, because I believe that's our purpose. Our purpose is to go. We exist to go. We exist to be a bright shining light. We exist to be salt and light salt in the earth. And I, I wrote this down, that purpose without connection will eventually become a previous thought rather than a passionate pursuit. Pur I'll say it again. Melissa's looking at me with eyes rolling around. I've just Purpose without connection will eventually become a previous thought rather than a passionate pursuit. So we start out and we're excited. We're going to see people wonder Christ. We're going to build a church, a faith-based community. We're going to go and get a building. For, and after a while, if I lose connection, it just becomes a previous thought. That was a good idea. That was something we were going to do rather than a passionate pursuit. Noosa, wonder Christ, is a passionate pursuit of my life. I would love it to be a passionate pursuit of your life that you could lead somebody else to Christ, that you could lead somebody else into a way of truth where they, they come alive and they experience their best life. John 15 says this, I'm the true vine, my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it will bear more fruit. You're already clean because of the word I've spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you. Our connection point is prayer. Our connection point to power is, is pressing into Jesus. Why don't we stand this morning? We've only just begun, but I am so excited for the future. I'm so excited for your futures. I'm so excited that as the word of God gets inside of you and it takes root, that it will do something to bring transformation to your life. Bible says anybody that's in Christ is a new creation. The old has gone, the, the new has come. The, I, and I don't know about you, but I need yesterday to be gone. I want yesterday to be gone. I want to get rid of that, ch that shirt, I'm nicer at church. I want to leave that in yesterday. And I want to walk into the future that God has for me. Amen? Why don't we just lift our hands? Why don't we worship, Loz? Thanks for listening to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Visit us online at c3noosa.org.